at the D&D table. I'm Katie. And I'm Soren. This week in the Rose Garden, we're talking about character creation. How do we do it? What's our first thing that comes to mind when we start the process of creating a character and everything kind of in between that beautiful sandwich that is making a character to play at your TTRPG table. Yeah. Um, So (laughs) I guess uh, I'll kind of start, but Katie, jump in whenever. Roll with it. uh, Oh, (laughs) Oh, got me. So (laughs) Katie has reminded me a very important point about today. We're going to introduce a uh, new segment that we want to start bringing more and more into the podcast. And it is literally called roll with it just roll with it just roll with it okay roll with it. um so the idea of this segment is we're gonna roll on a randomly generated table it's been provided by my lovely husband tj what's up tj <laughs> he made us um good. some awesome random tables to- oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um He's made us some lovely uh, randomly generated tables uh, to, to to play with this segment. So ah. we've got a couple of different categories to choose from. We've got um, two categories for the would you rather. Um, one of them is in real life, would you rather? And the other is D&D flavored. Um, another one is uh, just some get to know you questions that we'll mm-hmm. roll on. And another mm-hmm. is going to be like current faves. Kind of yeah. like Oprah's book club style (laughs) what are we currently (laughs) vibing with what's inspiring us all that kind of stuff so um today we're particularly going to particularly wrong word choice today we're going to start with the (laughs) would you rather in real life table so i've got my handy dandy d20 here um and I'm just going to go ahead and roll on this table. Okay. Um, and the idea is that Katie and I will both answer the question, whatever it is. It might take us a second. It might be the easiest question in the world. Right. But uh, this is a would you rather in real life. Whoa. And we're just going to roll with it. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> What's that? It's a nat one, baby. Um <laughs> Oh, so our question today, <laughs> our que- which kind of fits this question. So our question today is, uh, would you rather have a personal maid or a personal chef? Um, <laughs> um, hmm. I kind of have a personal chef and it's my husband, Sam, and he does a really good job cooking so i'm gonna say personal made because although i do a good clean and like there is a cathartic nature for me to tidying and things like that mm-hmm. gosh it'd be nice if i just never had to think about it again <laughs> if it was just just like always done I, this is so my grandparents have like a house cleaner who comes and helps mm-hmm. them out and uh, I remember I lived with them for a time mm-hmm. and they would be like, hey, don't forget, like, Amy's coming today. And I would always be like, dang it, because you like have to get everything up off the floor. And I was oh, like yeah. a newly degreed adult. And so like that was hard <laughs> for me. Uh, but now that I am nearly 30 and like running and managing my own household yeah it sure as hell would be nice to never yeah wipe a counter again like i would i will absolutely pick all my clothes off the floor if you dust my ceiling fan hell yeah (laughs) Yeah, i will do whatever what else do you want (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute i thought i was paying anyway um (laughs) what about you i think gosh i think i might also pick a maid Mm. No. No? You know what? I don't know what. I need to stop running away from my problems. Um, All right, let's get real. I I struggle with, like, daily, like, household tasks and whatnot. Sure. And sometimes when they, like, stack up, I'll just go into, like, a anxiety cleaning mode. Mm -hmm. And I... So, like, for that reason, I would love a personal maid. Because that would also be great to just not have have that on my mind anymore. Right. But I get so 
finicky with food just in terms to like oh like i have to cook and like neither tj or i like we both are about like the same level of cooking we both Mm -hmm. like like it and dislike it the same amount yeah um so yeah it'd be cool to have someone to to make some more interesting foods and maybe help me try like different things without it being me having to exert all Mm -hmm. the energy to research that stuff so i'm gonna take a chef damn yeah (laughs) This one's polarizing, turns out. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that was fun. Yeah, well, yeah, thanks I for... I like that. First time segment. Besides let's Katie's do that again next corner. time. Yeah, let's do it again. We're going to do it again. And again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew yeah. that was okay. coming. Um, but now I think it's time that we uh, switch gears. Let's get into it. Let's talk about character creation. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> not goofing. We're not mad goofing. Um, the first part is process. Um, we've had like a moderate amount of questions about these kinds of things when we get comments on some of our episodes. Uh, and so there were some questions about like, what what is the process of character creation and while we could get very how to we in this particular podcast there are hundreds of resources videos web articles you name it uh that can tell you like how to build a character uh for dungeons and dragons uh so i think instead we're gonna kind of get it get at it from like how we personally build our characters kind of what comes first and you know so on so i'm gonna say let's just like i say this maybe every time let's be back and forth um you usually say let's peep up that's not what i usually (laughs) say that's what i said the one time let's peep up back and forth (laughs) don't bully me bully bully uh okay what do you start with yeah i um i wrote out like a bunch of different areas that you can start in then i kind of rearranged them to what my oh process mm -hmm. is yeah so what when i think of character creation i think of stats appearance class backstory and then all of like those little tiny details in between yeah yeah yeah. uh when i personally start character creation um i'm like heavily motivated by appearance and Mm -hmm. like race species like all that so i often get um really interested in the look of a character before I start diving into anything else. So I'll, I'll start with appearance. Um, but what do you, what do you start with? I start with a class. Okay. Class slash vibe. Um, for me, I think my brain does it like a video game character creation page. Sure. Which I doesn't always start with like a class esque but um you build them from the ground up yeah kind of like choose your player right it's like do you want a this kind of weapon wielder right yeah yeah, yeah. flavor of yeah so uh and lately it's just been like what haven't i played so Mm -hmm. you know we started with a wizard then we went a rogue then we went a cleric and we've also dabbled in warlocks so uh i usually start with what is my what is the vibe I'm going for? Sure. As far as gameplay, uh, combat specific gameplay, I guess. Uh, it it is start <laughs> it starts with the way I wish to play the game. Okay, then I'm interested to know like what you do next, like how what what that leads into. For next you. is race, or okay. I think we're calling it species now. Yeah. Um. Then it's species, which is kind of, uh, frankly, I'm coming at it from like an appearance-ish perspective, uh, more so than anything else. So like with Prim, I said, I think I want to play a cleric. I think I would be good in a support role combat-wise that way. And then I said, I want her to be small. (laughs) Um, What's small? Yeah. And (laughs) it's also, I mean... Uh, 
species also is determined for me uh like what I'm consuming that's where that comes in like what media I'm consuming sure so and often it's like um I mean who's surprised here uh critical role uh like watching what they're playing and then feeling like that's a new thing I haven't tried before mm-hmm. um so you know Scanlan Pike influenced a little bit right. the gnome selection yeah what about you um yeah, so for for me, starting out with appearance, race, usually leads into um, class for me. Mm. So I'll pick, I really, I, I, I get really dead set. Like once I have a, a picture in my mind, my, my brain kind of starts to um, like collage this character together. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, what kind of class does that character give off? Mm. And then I kind of select it from there, which kind of goes hand in hand with uh, my process usually then leads into backstory. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, I usually pick class first and then I kind of allow those things to inform um, the backstory. Um, But yeah, I think the, the, the class portion for me can be the most intimidating part of creating a character. So I always get a little, just a little heebie-jeebie about it. Unless I've heard like of a cool, um, class that's come up recently. I have a, there's a YouTuber that I watch a lot. Um, I'm pretty positive his name is Antonio Domingo, mm-hmm. but, uh, he has a YouTube channel called Pointy Hat, mm-hmm. and he talks about all types of different, like, D&D classes, mm-hmm. um, and races, and then he, like, puts a twist on them, but, like, gives it to the audience to kind of, like, here, you can try playing this character like this. Right. Um, and so the more I watch his stuff, the more I'm like, hmm, maybe I should adjust some of my structure with how I create characters, but... Sure. Yeah, usually class and backstory come next, and stats are always last for me. What about oh, you? I didn't even factor in stats. <laughs> That's fair. In my process. <laughs> I the, the stats thing... Uh, I don't know. I feel like it might be after class and race because that's when I'm going to start putting things in a character sheet. Yeah. Um my so I went class vibe then species then name slash backstory hook slash appearance like sure. all of those things kind of happen simultaneously. Simultaneously. And I yeah. feel like part of that like the backstory hook often gets chosen alongside the background like on your character sheet so like prim is a gnome cleric uh who is an acolyte like that's her background that gives for those who don't know like it just adds to the mechanic of that character in one way or another uh it gives you proficiencies in certain things like that kind of stuff so she is the acolyte background and that's kind of how i start to like meld together this backstory like what she looks like all of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i think for me i don't i think i factored stats in there because there have been a couple times where i've made characters gone through that same process that i just described and the stats like didn't necessarily serve like the character that i had just built up Mm -hmm. like it it like wasn't they didn't have like stronger stats in certain areas where they normally would Mm -hmm. and so i think for maybe my next character, just as, like, a trial for funsies, mm-hmm. I think it'd be kind of cool to, like, maybe pick the appearance race first um, and then, like, roll stats mm. just to see, like, what happens and then go ahead and pick some of the other stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely, if you're going to get strategic about, like, maximizing your character build, Yeah, there are... Uh, in player's handbook, and I mean, on there are videos also about this, where it'll tell you, like, your highest stat should go in wisdom, or your highest That's stat should true. go in charisma. That's um, true. And you can kind of, if you know what class you are, you can roll your stats and say, okay, 
my, the highest stat I rolled was an 18 that has to go in wisdom because I'm a cleric and that's how cleric builds function best. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's interesting how it can you can come up with different combinations depending on what you start with. Yeah, um, yeah, because I think it'd be fun to like roll all of it and then be like, okay, so like what? Oop, dropping <laughs> all my shit. Um, it'd be fun to like see like okay, their their highest um, stat is like strength. Like right. what classes like lean towards strength? Right. And then kind of build around the stats in that way, just for fun, yeah. just to try something yeah. different. I did write that over the next, like, several days, maybe mm-hmm. even months, depending on what we're leading up to, mm-hmm. that's when I, like, really expand on the backstory, like, mm. solidify personality traits, and I usually, like, will work with the DM either th- through message or actually in person and, like, fit and meld the character into the world, like doing interview questions with my character, doing flaws, bonds, all of that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That usually comes after the initial, like, build has happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and for me, some... Some of these things happen out of order, and sometimes the ideas happen simultaneously. Right. Like the appearance, race, backstory, like right. all smushes into my right. head at once. I'm like, ooh, that. But I think I I start to really feel like I've made someone mm-hmm. when I start to draw them. Yeah. And so when right. I, I get into that kind of like, it's almost like storyboard-esque mm-hmm. mixed with like, uh, visual development, mm-hmm. if you're, like, in the animation industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really like fleshing out some of what I think they might look like and feel like. Right. It's kind of like in, I don't know if, if you can relate, in theater, when I get the character's shoes yeah. is when I start to really feel like them. So kind right. of making those, like, mental shoes yeah, right, right. <laughs> for them. Uh, do you make big medium or small backstories i i think honestly i make small ones and i want i want to make them bigger but i i don't know if i i don't know if i get intimidated or if my brain just like can't like keep going with all of the all of the options that are out there i think Mm -hmm. sometimes making backstories can feel very like open-ended for Mm me um but yeah i think for the most part i make small backstories with i think the way i was talking with sam about my character laura like when we first started playing and he was kind of asking that question Mm -hmm. and i said her story like the backstory is pretty like simple right now but there is room to come back and like add to it sure so it's a little flexible but what about you um i'm probably in the medium like i'm not writing novels necessarily (laughs) um but i with prim it was also hard because sam and i had already talked about how it'd be cool if she were older and Mm. like already kind of established in the world she's like a known figure in the world a little bit right so my backstory had to be a little bit more extensive because she's already lived most of her life right um but i think i made a pretty big one for tenuvial um I guess I I skew big to medium, depending. Um, but I try to leave some things, like with Tenuvial, um, I left out, like, what had happened to my mother, like that mm. kind of a thing, and let Sam fill in that blank. Sure. Um, I don't remember... Oh, the one with Prim is that, like, Prim lost her best friend in this divine war and was trying to find her and never did like that kind of a thing and we're actively watching that play out in our session at the moment um so i like usually try to leave one or two things blank like i tell them what prim knows or what my character knows but they are able to then take it and be like, what she knows is wrong or what she knows is only half the story. Got it. Um, and kind of leave room for them to do their DM thing. Yeah. Um, what have you noticed as tendencies in your character <laughs> creation? Um, I, I did write down that, uh, like, right now I've done 
all like female leaning mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've like particularly put in like a specific uh, sexuality like with most of my characters. Uh, I think they've just been pretty ambiguous, but like women. And um, I think until some of my most recent characters, they've all been edgy. Like, mm. Different shades of edge. Hell yeah. <laughs> you love a good edge? Yeah. Oh, geez. But I realize that they're like, um, the more I've made, the more I am just trying to pull different aspects of myself. And we've talked about this in previous episodes, mm-hmm. just pulling those other aspects of myself that I don't get to lean into nearly as much mm-hmm. and, and kind of expanding on that a little bit. Like if, if one particular facet of me was almost all there was to a character and kind of giving that some, some life and birth, um, with its own depth, not to say that they're just like one note. Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Um, do you notice any patterns? Well, I've also only played women. Um, I like playing them though. They're cool. Yeah. I I don't know if I want to play man. I just, that doesn't really strike my fancy. Um, I don't know for whatever the reason, it's just not my jam. I think um, I myself, for the most part, feel very, uh, not fully, like, gender fluid, but I do feel very, like, within the she-they vibe. And I think seeing, like, Talos and Jaffe playing, um, I'm losing his name in my noggin now. Ashton. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Seeing uh, him play someone like Ashton is just neat. Um, And so I think I'd be open to playing someone who's a little more non-binary slash like ambiguous just in terms to sure. the, the the gender vibe they present. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like playing women. Mm-hmm. Also. You got them, so. <laughs> I, I pointed to my boobs. Um, <laughs> uh, I also, I've said this before, I tend to prefer spellcasters yeah. so that's a tendency and then i also just like in thinking about it notice that i tend to play somebody who's outspoken or headstrong mm. one of the two just like i know what i'm talking about this is what we should be doing <laughs> i am smart person yeah like, <laughs> at least i i have yet to play somebody who's like shy and timid you are playing somebody though who's like a little more withholding she is withholding but she's headstrong Yes, yeah, she, yeah, I would agree. Rosalia, um, one of the things that I have on my character sheet is, like, um, was it in my character sheet? No, I think it was in one of, like, TJ's questions, like, series of questions that he sent out every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget where we were or what we were doing. Maybe it was after... Talking with Jingle Jangle, right? Is that was a yeah, thing? Jingle Jangle. Um, jingle Jangle. I don't remember the quite the question he asked, but I basically said like Rosalia thinks she's the most capable person in this group. Sure. And she won't ever say that, but that's just like where her head is. Has. Yeah. And um, if shit really popped off to a place where like the group. Or she was unable, like, there was not a clear win strategy here. Mm -hmm. She would peace out and leave the other two. Like, she wouldn't, she doesn't have an affinity. I mean, she has a little one for Mr., but, like, Mm -hmm. she was on her own for most of her life. And so she is going to save her own hide. Yeah, she's, like, every, every thing for themselves. You're right, right. (laughs) Every person So, like, whereas Prim (laughs) is outspoken... Rosalia is headstrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was something else you said in there that I... Oh, you had said that you dominantly have played spellcasters, or you yeah. prefer to play spellcasters, and I realized I like melee, like, hitty hit, punch, mm-hmm. punch, boom, boom, stab. <laughs> <laughs> like, those kinds of characters. Yeah. Um, I find those really fun. I want to get better at spellcasters. Um, I think... I get a little lost in the sauce when it comes to, like, preparing spells, keeping track of all the ones I have available. Though I do love the table that you have made for Prim Mm -hmm, with all of, like, your available spells. So I think it's definitely attainable, but 
that's mainly why I've avoided it. <laughs> if do you have a like backup thought process for like if Laura or Petal were to biff it? Mm, that's do a, you that's have great. like a <laughs> uh like uh, a character on deck kind of but like <laughs> i guess what i'm trying to so f- for context of this question um, <laughs> uh, yeah just uh, one second um prim right we've discussed is probably gonna die um which i realize i've said a lot and you keep saying had, it. you're manifesting it it's at just this point. It's, i'm not even manifesting it's just gonna happen it's a truth like it's not it's not even but not in this campaign what do you mean? I'm going to protect that little bean. Okay. Good. I'm Plus, just kidding. She's so old, you guys. Yeah, that's true. She's, uh, she's barking at one, Grant pointed out to me one time. He was like, we get it. You think Prim's going to die. I, I know. Okay. I know. Anyway, <laughs> I just, I have a, like, not a fully fledged backup character, but I have, like, I think next I'd like to play a sorcerer who... Mm. N- is good and knows it. Mm, it's like cocky. Yeah. It, like nice. knows who she is, knows that she's good is cuz the thing with like, sorcerers oh, is that they're they're, all they're, so cute. they're like naturally gifted. M- arcan Ar- focused? Arcanic, yeah. Mm. Uh magical. Uh they're naturally oh, magical. <laughs> uh whereas like wizards learn it and clerics get it from their gods and warlocks have a patron, sorcerers are just like TM 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 magical. Um, So she has the like better than thou because I don't have to get my magic from anyone. My magic is. Do you pull yours from a patron? Right. That's cute. That's cute. Aww. Wouldn't it be nice if that all belonged to yourself? Right. Um, It doesn't. So my (laughs) question now back to you, but with the understanding that like I'm not asking if you have a full fledged character, I'm asking if you have like a next step that you have been considering um honestly i haven't and i have i think while we've recorded a couple of episodes and then when we've been in session um i've definitely had those moments of like shit i need Mm. to be uh thinking of someone because if she takes a hit like one hit too big like (laughs) she's out of here yeah um but i i don't have one on on set at the moment but that makes me think that we should absolutely make one. <laughs> I, I think, I mean, regardless of the fact that I think that Pim, Prim's going to kick it, I am just, like, aware that it is possible. And there have <laughs> been... Mortality is a thing. Yeah, and it's just, like, <laughs> our our table is not... Uh, afraid of that like our table uh sam has made it clear that there are real stakes that could come to fruition for anyone i mean prim is old and the healer of the party so she is a target but anybody in the party is mortal and could potentially could kick the bucket yeah 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 not just because prim's old that's just like another like tally next right. to reasons you can die right <laughs> um so there have been a couple times when i've thought basically like i don't want that to happen and then me feel like well i guess i'm done like i, I yeah. want to have something that i'm still excited about like brewing in the background you've activated my trap card <laughs> <You're right. Washa! laughs> <laughs> just so that if that happens like sure yes i'll be sad but i will also have like this bittersweet excitement brewing in the back because now yeah. this this bitch gets to come out someone you know? else gets this like gets a turn yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i like that uh yeah no now you're stressing me out wow. so now now i feel like i need to we should just if, okay we should just do it okay okay let's do like let's do it just like a rapid fire <laughs> just like think just don't whatever oh, comes to come mind on. don't think about it too fast what? or too hard is what i mean I always think. No, 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 no,
But if your brain at first glance went because wizard, it's like, what is the like first thing I ever learned about D and D? Wizards are in D and D. Okay, well let's no. Okay, no, it's fine. You like no, no, it's, no fine. it's fine. You like punchy. I do. You like punchy hitty. Yeah. So obviously, wizard is not one of those. So you could do a fighter. You could do a barbarian. You could do. I mean, you could do another rogue, but a different subclass. You could do a paladin, uh, a monk. Could do a monk. Do any of those, like, pop out at you? Yeah, a monk does. But Orin's also a monk. Is it? That's true. Would that be? Who cares? Can we double up? Yeah, dog. Mighty Nine had two clerics, man. Yeah, I guess they did. That's a good point. Okay, so let's just play what you want to play. Let's just put. I don't see the thing is, it's like it's not that I have a want there, it's I my brain's exploring it. Sure, yeah, should we venture? Yeah, um, you you could be a monk and have a different subclass than Orin, and then you have a different character. Yeah, you're right, you know. Um, okay, so let's see, we've got monk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Stop laughing at me. I'm 100% laughing at you. This is called laughing. This is called laughing. This one, it's called laughing. I need to, uh, I'd like to uh, dedicate this next song to laughing. Um, (laughs) um, I'm just purely going to look up Monk Sub Classes 5E, just so I can just have a general idea. Because I honestly have not... I guess, uh, tell, tell me about monks or tell me what you know about monks. And we can keep this super, super low level. Sure. Monks do big hits. Do a big punch. They don't do big hits like Barbarian do big hits. Okay. They do dexterous hits. Okay. So kind there's a little rogue-y. bit of finesse like rogues. I, I'm saying this and I could be far wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> 5e build. Okay. The Monk Handbook. Gosh darn it. Oh, Thank wow. <laughs> it's a martial artist. Yes, that yes, we Yes, yes, we knew that. They're defenders, strikers, typically, typically fill a role in a party as a fighter equivalent or rogue equivalent. Um, this is, there's so much here. Um, I mean, you've seen Mighty Nine. Think of Bo. You're right. Okay, see, I needed, and of course, like, if I made a monk, they don't have to be exactly like Bo, right, right. but that helps put that frame of reference for me. She's so. good with her fists. Yarp. She had a quarter staff. Yep. Um, she can catch Ooh. missiles and throw I, them back. I like the idea of a staff. Yep. I kind of want a staff. Mm-hmm. Um, Patient defense, she would take that a lot, or oh, she, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. gets advantage. Did she do? Was it Step of the Wind? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did Step of the yeah. Wind a bunch. Um, so okay, you, yeah. You basically, Ooh, I could literally finally make Vi from Arcane. True. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I'd say, a cross between a barbarian and a monk mm-hmm. because honestly, it's her gauntlets that like right. bulk up and freak out. So like that would be the. So I w- I wouldn't necessarily be able to do that, but. That would still be sick. And then your subclass is a monastic tradition. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could way of mercy, you could way of shadow, you could way of the astral self. Okay. Um there's yeah, there's a ton here. Hmm. I'm just gonna write finally my big punchy lady. <laughs> Because Lura is my, like, little stabby lady. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's kind of neat. And So now you have, like, a seedling of an idea yeah. that you can build off of if you want. Yeah. Or you could... Save it for later yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But that, that definitely helps because I don't think I would have picked Monk. I don't necessarily think when I'm, when I'm making a uh, character that I get very, like biasy but i think i i think i do like after yeah. <laughs> after picking that finally um i think my brain like gets stuck on what is most common or like mm-hmm. what people usually do which i actually 
I just talked about Pointy Hat and how he does videos about how to flip yeah. certain uh, you, I classes. Bet he and he stuff. has a monk video. I bet you $90 that he yeah. has one. So yeah. I'm totally going to go look that up. <laughs> uh, good. You should. Good. I, I will. Just going to look at. Okay. So just for a reminder for everyone. Uh, classes include like barbarian, bard, cleric, druid, fighter, monk, paladin, ranger, rogue, sorcerer, warlock, wizard. You could do an artificer. You could be a blood hunter. Um, I think gunslinger is technically also a class. Um, blood hunter and gun gunslinger are like critical role inspired classes. Um, but yeah, I, this is why I start with a class, honestly, because I can go to a class and basically truly get a vibe of Mm -hmm. like, okay, I want a sorcerer. And then I go and look at the sorcerer subclasses and say, okay, this is the flavor of sorcerer I want to build. And then from there I could make more choices about how that flavor comes to pass in yeah. this character. Uh, okay. I like that a lot. Well, now you have a seedling of an idea for a backup character if you <gasps> a need it. A seedling? <laughs> Stop it. Uh, <laughs> hey. What's up? What inspires you? Oh my god. When it comes to character <laughs> creation. the shit out of me. Hey. Li- hey. Listen. Hey, you want to know what inspires me? Come in. Come, come here real close. You get your ear really close to the thing. I freaking love Whoa. illustrators on Pinterest. Oh. Um, I <laughs> uh, illustrators on uh, illustrations specifically on Pinterest, but tons of uh, my favorite illustrators on Instagram. I see different fantasy and um, sometimes specifically D and D type characters all over those platforms constantly, and. Um, Sometimes that's looking at that stuff is all it takes, yeah. like to get my brain going about making a new character. Right. Um, but like I said, pointy hat's a huge inspiration for me. Um, also, fairy tales and stories that we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a dream. I got some dreams. <laughs> I um, got a dream. <laughs> I got some dreams. But I would really like to make a legitimate Tinkerbell someday. So I'd love to make a fairy (laughs) artificer Mm -hmm. real, real bad. But I feel like she'd kind of have to be in a steampunk world Mm -hmm. or like um, it'd be super cool if she's in like a post-apocalyptic like fantasy realm. Right. um, Where her um, her artificer-ness like helps What the Holy shit, Cora. Was you? that so loud or is our mics just so hot? I think they're very hot. I'm That's confused wild. why. Yeah, though. like all of a sudden. Huh. I don't know, man. But it would be super cool if her her class like helped people and like helped solve the problems post like whatever apocalyptic event happens so she's like a master inventor and like maybe has this huge garage where she's like always tinkering and making stuff and has one of those huge like monocles that like lifts up and over her eyes so she can inspect things and mm-hmm. um yeah i got big dreams for steampunk tinkerbell okay. <laughs> um i don't yeah you 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 i don't have like a lot to point out in specific like sure obviously uh critical role does a bit of inspiration for me just like seeing them try different things and maybe things that i didn't consider or you know watching someone play a sorcerer and then being like oh okay i understand how that works and i think that could be an interesting thing to play you know like those kinds of things um yeah i Everything else kind of comes from a more, like, internal place for me, I feel yeah. like, um, for whatever the reason. I think that's that's awesome, though, because I, I feel like we both... I mean, you just helped me use, like, kind of your frame of reference to do that when I normally rely on a lot of visual things sure. to help me. Or not rely as much as, like, I get inspired by a lot of visual things, but right. in, like, 
literally five minutes, you we already had like an idea of a character slapped down, and I didn't have to look at anything. Right. I yeah. did think about Vi from Arcane, but it's really hard not to. Um, <laughs> um, the show is great. If you haven't watched Arcane, do, do it. it. Um, is very very good. The animation is just incredible. Um, but yeah, and I mean, when we made the Roses Role Play and Reference Guide, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of character creation that that goes into that worksheet and goes into kind of building on that. So yep. you'll do a ton of character creation by just starting to use that for assistance. Once you've totally. actually, I think once you've gotten through like the the main points we were just talking about, whip out that worksheet and that'll help get you further into the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we were considering uh, punishing out a new segment, another one. <laughs> do you want me to say my name that I've been calling it, or do we want to call it something else? Let's say all the names. Oh, my. Been... I'm just kidding. You can just call. Oh, did you find it? Find what? The actual thing we were calling it? Oh, no, I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna flip through my notes, but you can say whatever you want. I've called it Creation Station. Oh yeah. <laughs> but we can call it whatever you want to call it. Nah, I like Creation Station. All right, so this is welcome. Choo choo, the train's pulling in to the Creation <laughs> Station. <laughs> we are gonna randomly generate a character, mm-hmm. and then try to like build a character out of it like yeah. not i at least as far as i'm concerned i'm not thinking stats wise i'm yeah. thinking like a name uh you know vibe a low level personality trait you know starter prompt right to like get a character so i found two tables i found a random class table and a mm-hmm. random race table oh cool uh okay so for the ran- what do you want to do first i guess I uh give me a random class okay so I'm going to roll basically, th- it says D13, that doesn't exist, That's but not a thing. it's like I can just hit roll and it'll give me a number one through 13. Okay, you get it. <laughs> okay. Our random class is Barbarian, okay. Path of the Storm Herald. Ooh, I know nothing about that. I know that. also nothing about that. But that feels like that. Thor. Do, hey, do you want to look up really quick Path of the Storm Herald? I do indeed. So that we like know a little bit about it. And then I'm going to roll random race table. This is a D100. Ooh, this is the fun part. Fearbolg. Nice! Okay. Oh my gosh. So we have a Barbarian, Fearbolg, Path, Path of, of the, the Storm, Storm Herald. Herald. Okay, I'm looking it up. I'm just going to read the quickest little... Yeah, do it. ...thing. Okay, so... Fearbolg? Typical barbarians harbor a fury that dwells within. Their rage grants them superior strength, durability, and speed. Um, and barbari- barbarians who follow the uh, Path of the Storm Herald learn instead to transform their rage into a mantle of primal magic that swirls around them. So they oh turn God. into a storm. Whoa. Um, when in a fury, a barbarian of this path taps into nature to create power- powerful magical effects. That is so freaking cool. That's very cool. Um, it says that they are elite champions who train alongside druids, rangers, and others sworn to protect the natural realm. Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Um, and each uh, barbarian who is a pa- uh, follows the Path of the Storm Herald has a storm aura. So you can choose the desert, sea, or tundra. Interesting. And you have a storm soul as well. Okay. And a raging storm. What? Oh, okay. At each level, mm-hmm. you get each of those things. So you'll get a storm aura. Then at another level, you get storm soul. Oh, okay. And then at, uh, sorry, another level, you get raging storm. So I think eventually you can have all three areas mm-hmm. of those storms so you can use them in different situations. Right. Very Genshin Impact feeling. Not gonna lie. I love that. Uh, <laughs> and for those who don't know, is it Fearbolg or Furbolg? Furbolg? How is it spelled? F-I-R. I think I often hear it Furbolg. Furbolg? Okay, yeah. great. Uh, Furbolg is a fae-oriented half-giant. Their tribes cloister in remote forest strongholds, preferring to spend their days in quiet harmony with the woods. When provoked, Furbolgs demonstrate formidable skills with weapons and druidic magic. That's kind of cool. Um, they look like personified cows 
super cool like floppy humanoid ears. type cow yeah people yeah um do you remember the other day when i was here and i was talking about a barbarian that tries not to rage yes that like is like doesn't want to get angry like, nah dude like i have like has anger management issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i feel like that could be like because a furbolg like they said they like prefer to live in harmony with things and so mm-hmm. it's like a furbolg that was pushed too it's far. like what if the harmony is too like it's out of balance and that's when the rage comes right. out is when or, or the like, order of things is messed up uh has some past trauma or something that sure. caused them to be trained as a barbarian oh, yeah. but like doesn't like the destruction it causes mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that's not harmonious so i like am a barbarian i'm a trained barbarian but i don't like to rage Yes. It's like a last resort. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because then they they talk about with the Path of the Storm Herald, like still having a lot of that like druid Mm -hmm. vibe, which which lines up with with that race of the Furbolg. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's so neat. Okay, let's give them a name. Wait, let's pick like boy, girl or or in between or nothing. Hmm. You pick that. This is difficult. You know, mm, mm, mm. I'm a big fan of Caduceus, so I tend I know, to stray. I know that's why I'm like, I kind of. Like, I mean, I I love yes that character 120. <laughs> percent I think I'm gonna lean in to. I, I am. I'm gonna lean into. We're gonna go with male presenting. Okay. Yeah. I just pulled up a uh, fantasy name generators. Okay. Uh, for some verbal names. Uh, if anybody doesn't already use fantasy name generators, please do. I am god awful at coming up with <laughs> uh, my own names unless I have like something I'm pulling from already. Sure. Uh, I am trash at it. Yeah. So I do this more often than not. Uh, wow. These are a lot. <laughs> oh, do they have a generator for furbolgs? For furbolgs specifically. Oh my gosh. Uh, Zoomferin Ithis. Ooh, Farron sounds cool. Ooh, now I want it to be. Nope, I'm gonna go with a lass. I'm gonna say oh, their wait, name is Farron. Dang it! Oh, her, her name is Farron. Okay. Yeah, her name's Farron. Farron Diamond Star. Diamond Star. Farron Shadow Breeze. Ooh. Well, that fits. Fa- uh, mm-hmm. What see. else you got for last Farin. names? I can't say most of these. Do you want me to look at Farron? Farron Hella. Hella. She's a Hella Farron. Sistrar. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Drolda. Is there anything that sounds not the word storm, but sounds uh, outdoorsy? This name <laughs> is so long. One, one Drind Wraith. One Drind Wraith. One Drind Wraith. One Drind Wraith. Sure. Uh, one this drape? one has like five A's in it. What if it was one drape? Like, one drape? Uh, what if Farron they spelled it W W O N D R A E One drape. Sure. Farron. Ooh, uh, Farron. Sorry, I just got really <laughs> excited. Forget the monk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, Fairbog, and then we got Barbarian. I'm just writing this down so I can remember later. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Okay, Fairbog, Barbarian, Farron Wondraith, and then Path of Storm Herald. That's really neat. I like that. I do too. Okay. If anyone plays. A barbarian path of the storm herald Furbolg. Let us know. Hit us up. Yeah, seriously, we'd love to hear more. If you haven't, or if you want to steal the character, like do it. Feel free. We literally <laughs> just made that up on the spot. Yeah. Um. Feel free to change it. Sure. <laughs> but that's really cool. Well, we hope to introduce that uh, series more and more as we go. We'll yeah. probably tidy up the edges and get a system down eventually for sure. how we'd like to do it. But yeah. that was really fun. Yeah, that was. Uh, also remarkably easy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that kind of kind of makes me look at myself and go, 
see it's not that deep stop making it so hard (laughs) that i mean that could be an interesting way to like go about character creation for yourself is just like randomly generate a race in a class and see if it vibes with you and if it does cool and if it doesn't all right try again yeah it's like all those uh tiktok tarot videos (laughs) if this resonates it's meant for you if it doesn't it doesn't right (laughs) that's really funny i feel neutral about those but sometimes (laughs) they make me giggle yeah um That's it for us this week. Thanks for spending time with us today. And thanks to Noah Trumbull for the use of our theme song. There's a link to his Instagram in the episode description. Be sure to give him a follow and stay up to date on his banded music. If you are enjoying the show so far, uh, there are a few things that we would really appreciate it if you do for us. Um, Please leave a review on wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Reviews really help other listeners find us when they're scrolling for a new show and they see that other people like this show, then they want to listen. So uh, leave us a review. Uh, second, follow us wherever you get your podcast so that you can get to our new episodes easier. Then it'll show up in your feed and you won't have to be like, did Chromatic Roses release an episode? Because the answer will be in front of you. Uh, lastly, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. See what we're up to and be the first to know when an episode drops. You you get it. Social media. You understand. <laughs> You get it. You get it. Um, well, we also want to hear from you. So follow us for that reason, too. Did something come up in today's conversation that made you think? Do you have any topics that you'd like to hear from us next? Or do you have ideas for characters that yeah. we should also uh, test or try mm-hmm. out or talk about on yeah. the show? Um, or do you just want to say hi? Because we love that also. Or Be submit sure... something for Katie's Combat Corner. Okay, oh, thank, thank you. you for the plug. <laughs> please, please, yes, please, or please. please ask questions, send things into Katie's Combat Corner. Um and if you want to submit that stuff, just send it to our email at chromaroses at gmail.com. So that's C-H-R-O-M-A-R-O-S-E-S at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. We can't wait to hear from you. We love hearing from you all, and we appreciate all of the uh, feedback and encouragement and love that you've been sending us on all of our platforms, emails so far. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for tuning in and showing up. Well, this has been chromatic roses i'm katie and i'm soren be nice or else okay love you bye